Well, as you've been hearing on the news, some good news when it comes to the wolf that as of yesterday, we were told, was still missing from the Greater Vancouver Zoo. That wolf, going by the name of Tempest, has been found safe and is now back with her family. That puts an end to that search. Sadly, though, as we learned yesterday, one of the wolves that escaped outside of the zoo was found deceased. It's believed that wolf, Chia, was hit by a car and found on the side of 264th Street in Langley. Well, we wanted to check in with our wolf expert once again. Gary Allen was on the show earlier this week. He is the owner of Swell Wolf Education Center, and he joins us once again. Gary, thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me again, Jill. Well, you had so much insight, and you seemed to, to know what kind of the behavior of the wolves and what to be expected. So any surprise that sadly we learned that one of the wolves that was on the loose that had escaped was in fact hit, and it looks like likely hit and killed by a car? No, that was that was highly predictable, and, and I did mention that uh, in one of the interviews. Um, you know, wolves just don't have any car sense whatsoever. Um, you know, they'll, they'll run across the road, uh, you know, in front of cars or, you know, they get hit by trains in Banff National Park. And that does, they're not like a dog that, you know, can walk along the road uh, and, and could cross, you know, the road safely. Uh, um, so it's, it, it was uh, really quite predictable. And we learned a bit more about the wolves themselves, because I know the last time we spoke, we still didn't know if it was the adult wolves, the more mature wolves, or if it was the pups that were at the zoo in the enclosure as well. We found out yesterday, uh, youngish, one-year-old wolves, I think that the spokesperson for the zoo kind of described them as teenagers, if we were making human comparisons. But if we now know we're talking about wolves that were about one year old, how would their age then, do you think, impact their behavior yeah those those are referred to as yearlings so they're last year's pups um and that you know given uh, that uh, they're back and 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 i believe that tempest was uh one year old as well from what i heard on the on the um uh, news conference that the greater uh, vancouver Zoo did um I think, you know, I think they are going to be, uh, Tempest is probably going to be very happy to, to be back because one of the comments that I made was, you know, them being out there, they're in a pretty confusing environment, you know, when they're outside that that enclosure, you know, the, the traffic, the noise, the people. Um, and uh, so given that it's, uh, it's back, I... I I suspect that uh, you know, and the, the zoo staff would see that you know in the, over the next few days that uh, um, you know there'll be a regrouping of the uh, of the family group. They will be well aware that uh, I think its name was Chia, wasn't it? The uh, the female. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was three years old, and they said that that was the uh, oldest uh, uh, wolf of the of the pack, and. Uh, um, I suspect it was the mother of the pups that was born this uh, this spring. Now, they didn't mention that, but you see, Jill, wolves don't become sexually mature until around two years, um, so much later than a dog. So, um, you know, if you've got 18-month-old or, or two-year-less wolves, whether they're male or female, they're not going to be able to reproduce. Uh, so the three-year-old is likely the mother, but, you know, I'm... I'm only, um, you know, speculating on that based on what uh, 
what I know in terms of the reproductive, uh, you know, um, history of wolves. Sure. Yeah. And that, and that yeah. makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, given the age then and the fact that Tempest was was located very nearby, does that make sense that that Tempest would stay close and was trying perhaps to even reunite with the rest of the wolves? Yeah. Yeah. Jill, uh, you know, I think that that's a, a uh, you know, a, um, a good observation. Um, and in fact, what I said in one of the interviews was uh, if I was the, the zoo staff when they were still um, at large, I, I would have had them howling all through the night, um, you know, just as a way of, of bringing back the, uh, um, you know, Tempest, because in the wild, you know, that's one of the roles of, of the howling is to bring the pack back together, uh, you know, whether they're, you know, going to go out hunting or, or some other activity. So, you know, it's no different, as I say to the children when I'm in schools, it's no different, you know, you're playing down the, the street at the park and mom and dad are yelling, you know, dinner, you know, or, or bedtime, you know, and it's time to time to come back to the family group. Um, yeah. Um, and, you know, and I base that on, uh, I guess, a kind of a similar uh, experience. Um, we used to live at the northern end of Vancouver Island and we moved down here into the Nanaimo area in 2017. So we had, we had three, uh, wolves that uh, we had Tundra who, you know, is the one I took to the schools and that. So she was very comfortable traveling in, in a vehicle and that. The other two, you know, ha- hadn't been in a vehicle since when I brought them home in it. And uh, um, so that, that's a story in and of itself. But anyway, we, you know, we were able to uh, bring them down um, to move them down in, in the van to our place here. And I was quite concerned about how they were going to uh, react um, and that the, the area that we have here is like two thirds of an acre. That's the enclosure that's, you know, fenced and everything. So it was about almost 10 times larger than the area that they came from. And within two days, they were really, really comfortable in the, in the new enclosure. And they actually engaged with me more than where we came from. So, so they, they can be a resilient animal, um, and I think that Tempest would uh, um, it'd be interesting to see, you know, um, in a couple of days, check in with the, the staff there at the zoo. I, I think uh, it, it will be, uh, you know, welcome back into the family group and, uh, and will uh, we'll be, you know, quite comfortable and, and uh, um, not uh, worrying too much about uh, being outside the, uh, the enclosure. Oh, that's uh, that's good to hear. Um, interesting when you mentioned as well, kind of putting connecting the dots that the three year old, unfortunately, that was found dead, Chia. If that does make sense, that Chia is the mother of the current pups that are at the enclosure, and they didn't leave. By the way, they stayed in the enclosure. Is that strange mm-hmm. that that they would have stayed if the mother had left? And, and what happens now, kind of with the dynamic of the wolves, if in fact the mother of the current pups is deceased? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it, it's not surprising that they stayed there um, because they're going to be pretty, um, uh, they're, they're not going to have that kind of confidence of, of, of going uh, anywhere. Um, and so they're going to they're gonna stay in the place that they feel the most comfortable. Um, given that they've lost their mom, um, so, you know, they would have been weaned uh, you know, from from nursing at about eight weeks, and and my guess is that, 
you know, they were probably born in April, late March through to April. So, you know, they'd be up, upwards and now close to, you know, four months old, uh, Jill. So, so that, you know, they, um, you know, mine were eating solid food at five to six weeks and, and the mom, you know, was, had weaned them pretty well by six, seven weeks of milk. Um, but then, then, then there's the kind of the psychological weaning, right? You know, they, they don't have mom in, in the wild. Um, that would be uh, very uh, devastating to that uh, family group. Uh, you know, they, even though there, there would be other older wolves, let's say, you know, that would be able to, to help and they may be able to coalesce as a, as a group it, it, and as a family and, and, you know, be able to learn to hunt together and, and uh, look after each other. But, uh, um, you know, in, in this situation where they have at the zoo, where it's much more contained and it's controlled and, and, you know, they're, they're not, they don't have to hunt for food and things of that nature. It, it should be less uh, stressful than in the wild. Um, you know, the, uh, uh, the history has shown that, you know, that the very, you know, high likelihood that that, that family group would, uh, would just uh, disintegrate. Hmm. So, so I guess in this scenario, even though we did, or there, there was the loss of the one wolf, they should be able to uh, kind of recover from this and move on. Yeah, I, you know, I think so. I, I think they'll, uh, um, um, and hopefully, I think with Tempest was a female uh, as well. Am I correct there? In making I that assumption, believe or? so. Yes. Okay, and that you know so. You know that could, you know they could take on that kind of role, and I don't know the um, you know the other you know wolves, the, the adult ones, what their sexes are. I mean, obviously there's a, a male because uh, you know it would it would be the father of the pups. Um, you know, the, it's it's certainly possible that you know the the older. Uh, ones are going to have to, you know, kind of step up to the plate, so to speak, and, and provide that that nurturing, uh, um, you know, role and uh, um, and help out the, you know, the the pups and as well, you know, the the staff there can can certainly, you know, provide that nurturing role as well because you know they're in a in a controlled environment. All right. Well, Gary, thanks once again for joining us and bringing us your expertise when it comes to wolves. We appreciate so much your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me again, Jill.